examples may not be suitable for younger listeners. In addition to a language advisory, this podcast may contain themes that are sensitive or triggering to our audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody! Hi, people! (laughs) Welcome to Cutting Room Convos. I'm Yasmin, and I wish I was tall, like Slenderman. (laughs) Why? Is it because you're the top shelf? Yes. Um, I'm Jenny, and yeah. (laughs) I'm so creative. No, it's all good. We we, we all have our moments. Um, We all got, um, we got pod, oh my god, I can't talk. (laughs) We've got podcast pop Paco with us today. Yes. So if you hear some strange noises, it's probably from him. (laughs) Um, so the movie that we're going to be talking about today is Oculus from 2013, directed by Mike Flanagan. And I'm so excited to talk about this one because I haven't, I hadn't seen this movie in like probably 10 years until we recently saw it. So like, it was nice to just get back into it, all the memories and stuff. Um, so the movie takes place with brother and sister, Tim and Kaylee. Uh, they attempt to prove... Tim's innocence through evidence of a cursed mirror. So the parents had apparently died from this mirror and the brother was later on committed and we later on find out how that all came to be. Um, So throughout this movie there's a lot of back and forth between the past and present as we learn more about you know the characters and what they went through. and throughout these flashbacks, they show a decline of like the parents' marriage, decline of the family, and increased insanity, uh, such as the parents becoming more angry or looking more possessed. Um, and <laughs> I put in the notes, the mirror be starting shit, uh, <laughs> turning family and, and kids against each other, basically. For your um, first little intro spiel, I've been nodding, and then I realized they can't see that I'm nodding. But yes, I agree. <laughs> With everything you're saying. <laughs> yes, quite. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, Jenny, I've been wanting you to watch this movie for, like, ever. Mm-hmm. So, well, what did you think of it when you saw it? Literally forever. I feel like when we started the <laughs> podcast, you were like, we have to watch Oculus. And yes. I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't do well with mirrors because then I can't look at any mirror. But this one was <laughs> fine because it was specifically that mirror. Yes. Mirror is going to start to sound real funny by the end of this episode. It really is. Mirror, 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 mirror on the wall. (laughs) But I really liked it. I'm so glad that you made me watch, that you forced me to watch it. (laughs) I sat there and taped my eyeballs open. I'm just kidding. I'm really glad that I did, and I kind of want to watch it again. Not going to lie. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) So just a quick summary, uh, hopefully, uh, just before we get into our stuff. Um, so it starts out with, uh, Tim's dream of, uh, Tim Timbo. and Kaylee. <laughs> Timbo, <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim and Kaylee as kids running from what looks to be their dad holding a gun. And as they're, uh, trying to sort of escape somehow, the brother sees what looks to be their mother, uh, in a scary stance and, uh, they end up facing the gun. Then it instantly transitions to Tim at age 21, mm-hmm. where we find that he is being released from a psych ward that he has been at since his childhood. Um, and then next scene shows Kaylee, grown up, and then she's with her fiancé, and they witness an auction of this old mirror. 
Um, and her me, hair was real weird there, but sure. Her her hair was weird. <laughs> Although when I saw her, I was like, why does she look familiar? And you were like, oh, that's a friend name. Uh, Nebula. That's Nebula. From Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, oh, that's why she's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that's not right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so while... Uh, that's how you Kim, wasn't right, that fucking light bulb. Continue. <laughs> you. Oh, my God. Um, so, Kaylee, while Kaylee and her fiancé were at this auction, Tim was getting his doctor's words of wisdom before his release. Um, so then brother and sister reunite, and sister tries to get the brother to go to their childhood home and try to prove that the mirror is mirror. supernatural and all that. And at this point, we know that the brother has been kind of brainwashed, like saying, oh, you know, it, it was the brother's fault and for things that we'll explain later. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I wouldn't call it brainwashed. I think they gave um, him coping mechanisms. That, that's they explained it with, obviously, they explained it with psychology. Like, it's not like they were brainwashing him. They were just telling, like, the way that they understood it is the way that they explained it to Timbo. That makes a lot more sense, yeah. <laughs> um, so then we have moments where Kaylee's face-to-face -face with the mirror for the first time, and then uh, she had her first scare there with the three draped figures, so that Spooky. was creepy. Yes. Um, so then later on, her uh, and Tim end up meeting at their childhood home. Tim was a bit nervous about that, but he ended up being there anyways. Um, and at that moment, Kaylee begins her recording session for her evidence mission to try to get any sort of um, visual of the mirror's mm -hmm, actions mm -hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, she thought of everything. Oh, everything! And she gives a long introduction of, like, the mirror's history and the past deaths of previous owners of that mirror and, and things like that. It's just nuts. Um, so then at one point, Tim was like, okay, well, why don't we just try to destroy this mirror then? And mm -hmm. Kaylee's like, Okay, bet. Go ahead. Yeah, and at that point, the suspense, <laughs> like, the, the moment from her being like, okay, go ahead, and him, like, grabbing something to destroy it, I made, like, 17 different assumptions of what I thought would happen, <laughs> and none of them were right. Yeah, like, like out of nowhere, he just goes into a TED Talk and doesn't, <laughs> and, like, doesn't realize that he doesn't destroy the mirror at all. Like, he, he just didn't think about doing it anymore. Yeah. And at, on one end, Tim was thinking, okay, well, that that's just a psychotic thing. Like, I just had no interest in doing it. I was busy talking. But Kaylee was like, no, the mirror deluded you into not doing it anymore. So there's two different sides here that just makes this whole story really interesting. Um, so throughout the whole recording session that Kaylee continues, Tim continues to deny what really happened when they were kids, and they're just constantly arguing. Um... And then during that argument, or after that argument, actually, uh, Kaylee ends up finding evidence that the mirror deluded Tim and Kaylee to work in the mirror's favor yeah. by, like, having the multiple cameras that they had facing each other to keep them from seeing the mirror doing all these other actions and killing the plants and things like that. So, that was pretty interesting. And then we see uh, one of the first fl flashbacks where the mother's... Uh, like increasing turmoil can, uh, starts out mm -hmm. and it kind of leads to her quote unquote possession and then like she ends up attacking the kids and the husband and things like that um so that that was one scary moment that the kids were facing uh going back to the present <laughs> kaylee and tim had to change light bulbs and do snacks and e. things like that 
that was a scary ass fucking moment <laughs> with Kaylee with the biting into an apple where she was deluded into thinking she was biting into a light bulb that was in the same shape and size but then she was just like oh wait it was the apple after all it was just yeah that was crazy oh my god <laughs> um, I'm learning a new word by the way what I didn't know deluded was a word really yeah I oh, thought man. I thought it was like diluted like you know when you have uh 100% cranberry juice and you gotta dilute it with water. <laughs> I mean, that's an idea as well. <laughs> um, so then another important flashback, and, the, and this is another one of the later ones, where the dad Uh-oh. basically starts to become a mirror's, the mirror's slave. And uh, the kids end up finding that after the mom went all crazy, that they find her chained up in the parents' bedroom. And so then they were like, okay, this is not right. Yeah. And if the dad's not helping her, then clearly we got to destroy this mirror. They try to, and they can't. Um, so then, like, back to the present, of course. Kaylee and Tim are just facing even more illusions throughout the house as the mirror's aura or something, I guess, is, like, spreading further throughout the house. Yeah, which... she kept saying, like, it can't reach this far yet or something. Yeah, exactly. So they're facing more illusions, and at the same time, Kaylee accidentally kills her fiancé. Oh no! Who came into the house, and that was just so sad. <laughs> um, so then after that, um, they were... Uh, what, what was it? Oh yeah, they, they risked going back to the mirror to use the kill switch hmm. that uh, Kaylee had set up in the beginning. And what, what was that called again? It was a something anchor... I forget. But really heavy. Heavy fucking anchor. That's what it was called. <laughs> it was just, like, t- uh, roped up to the ceiling, and you, you, you know, kill the switch, and the, the, the anchor, it swings, and it's supposed to hit towards the mirror. Yeah, it aims already directly at where the mirror is hanging. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so, she has to reset it every 30 minutes. Oh, my God. So... Yeah, so as they're risking going back into the house to basically try to kill this mirror, there's like this fast-paced scene going on between the present and and the flashbacks throughout this finale, and and it just all comes together, basically. Um, It's between, uh, like, Tim waking up and... And, like, looking around, getting ready to to kill the mirror, even though he can't find Kaylee anywhere. And then it goes to the flashback where young Kaylee is, like, around, looking around the house, and she looks in the mirror, and she sees her mom's reflection. But this time it's the mom just looking normal again, and and all of that, Mm -hmm. and, and being welcoming with open arms. So what, what does young Kaylee do? She goes and... Harry Potter... Huh, Harry Potter. The mirror of said <laughs> Desire spelled backwards. Clever, bitch. <laughs> For yeah, real, he sees though. his parents and all he wants to do is just hug the fucking mirror the whole time. Uh, oh That's basically God. what happened. She sees her mom and wants to hug her. It is, and oh my God. So yeah, so Tim, he killed the switch, and boom, you hear gurgling sounds, and all of a sudden, Kaylee is right there. I know, ugh. Kaylee is right there, apparently standing in front of the mirror this whole time, and the anchor thing just hit her from behind. She was against the wall. Or against the mirror, actually. So, that was messed up, and, um, uh, long story short, 
possessed dad <laughs> killed mom, as we find out in the flashback. Then dad helped Tim, young Tim, pull the trigger on the dad, and that's when the cops came in. And that's when they locked Tim up into a psych ward as a little kid. And then that goes back to the present at the same time as they're showing that older Tim is being arrested now saying, it was the mirror, it was the mirror. So he was deluded into killing his own sister. And that is the sad end of the story. Mirror wins again. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is just messed up. And I, I probably sound like I'm talking gibberish trying to explain this story, but this is one that you definitely have to see for yourself to understand. Yeah. It's definitely hard to give a chronological, like, viewpoint of the movie when the movie itself is not chronological. Yes. There's, like, three different... <laughs> not only is there three different timelines, two different timelines, but there's also what's real and what isn't. And then after a while, you start thinking, like, is this real? Right. And that's what they're thinking, too. So then you're thinking that they're thinking, and then they're thinking that they're not that they're thinking. <laughs> it's like... She picks up the apple, bites into it. It's a light bulb. And we're like, holy shit, she thought she was biting an apple. She's actually biting a light bulb. But no, she was still actually biting the apple, thinking she was biting the light bulb, thinking she was biting the apple. Mm. So, like, it's just within itself insane. Inception got nothing on this bitch, let me tell you. Yeah. Although, when I watched Inception, <laughs> I just kept pausing and recapping. I watched it alone. So, like, I paused, thought oh. about it, and then kept going. I needed an Advil. <laughs> I guess, I Wasn't that movie like four hours long or something? It was or was that two. also Inception? I guess, oh god, probably. Whew. Okay, I yeah. have... Hmm. I thought it was really cool. Hmm. And maybe I'll hold on to this. <laughs> I just like my note just says gorgeous mirror, not gonna lie. It was really gorgeous mirror, it, not gonna lie. It really was, like, ooh. But it was creepy. Effects. Um, not like too many. Like the letters many. F and X. Yes. X. FX. For audio, yeah. I don't have much really except for see. just one music theme. Um, and that was the pulsing bass sound that was always used after the mirror did something or in the presence of the mirror. And a lot of things would happen such as uh, the family dog going missing and they would look around for the family dog and you hear the pulsing sound. Boom, boom, boom. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, ooh, this thing is on the prowl. Do you know what it sounds like, like now that I think about it? <laughs> um, well, I don't know what this sounds like, but I know that there's these things that keep away bugs and you plug them into the wall and it's like a low vibration frequency that like we can't hear and our pets can't hear, but like it kills the bugs or draws them away or something. Yes. That's kind of what it felt like. Ah. Like a little radar of some pulsing sound that was kind of eerie and unsettling. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> um, what was also really cool about this theme with the mirror is that once the mirror took possession of either parent mm -hmm. and you would see that parent acting weird, that pulsing bass sound would happen as they were acting yeah on the mirror's behalf yeah so i thought like ooh, that is clever like that's that was like a very good indicator yeah to me like i thought that was really good it was like personified in a way that instead of having something like a spirit hovering over you it was like the sound that was hovering over us yes oh my god that's right Whew. yeah that that was like the one thing that stood out to me in the audio I don't really have any audio on here. Oh, no. 
Yeah, no audio. <laughs> okay, and then? Well, that's it. Um, so then, visual. Holy shit. Um, mirrors, obviously. Yeah. No, no pun intended. Um, like, uh, Kaylee seeing the reflections of, like, the draped forms moving at oh, her yeah. first encounter. Like, she was taking the drapes off of almost each... Mm -hmm. figure. Mm -hmm. And the first two that, well, the only two that she did were the statues. She was about to take off that third one. Yeah. And it was kind of like moving a bit, but then, you know, she got interrupted by Warren. So, and then she, once Warren came in, she looks back and she's like, wait a minute, there were two draped figures now. So it was like, yeah. oh shit. That was, that was really neat because... <sighs> Because when she's looked, like, the camera angle from her looking at the mirror and showing a little bit behind her, there was only two the whole ass time. The moment she looked in the mirror and saw three, I was like, wait a second. And I was like, ha ha, the movie messed up. No, no. My brain messed up. <laughs> oh, my God. There was three. Oof. Oh, my God. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and the suspense of oh. her pulling down the faces and Honestly, like, those faces were still pretty damn creepy. They were. <laughs> they were, like, old-ass statues, so they were, like, all weathered and sunken-eyed and, like... Oh, ugh. the sunken-eyes. Uh, nope. No, thank you. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, there was, like, this sort of changing direction that they always did. Wait, can I go back to mirrors? Oh, yeah, yeah. For mirrors? Well, obviously, the fact that the whole thing revolves around a mirror. But mm. also, I thought it was really cool that they had... When we had the mirror... The angles were always from, like, above to see the feet of the person holding the mirror or by the mirror. Oh. Or or it was kind of obscured to hide it. And, like, mm -hmm. I don't know if that was a choice by the camera people to, like, not show their reflections or something. But mm -hmm. every time we saw the mirror, especially in the beginning when she put it in the room, it was, like, a view from above or she'd be looking at it from above. Like, oh. we'd be watching her watch it from above. That, yeah, that was really cool. Or, like, from way the side. Like, we would never actually see anyone looking straight into it. And when we did, there was always something fucked up happening in the back of it. <sighs> that is so good. Okay. That's all I have <laughs> for mirrors. Nice. Mirror, mirror, mirror. Um, so, the changing directions, what I mean, uh, is when the uh, camera is following closely on a person looking around their surroundings yeah um for example when tim went back into his childhood home and he goes upstairs and he's kind of looking around left to right the camera's kind of like kind of changing with his head mm -hmm. to where he was looking so when he was like suddenly looking left you almost expected something to pop up there but it didn't mm -hmm. so that was like oh shit okay <laughs> um and the same thing goes for when um kaylee kept looking from uh, behind her, back to the mirror. Behind you! Behind you! <laughs> so, yeah, there was a lot of that changing direction with the characters, and I thought that was really cool. Um, and then, of course, there were a lot of transitions as well. Um, and by transitions, I mean, like, uh, between the present and the flashbacks. Um, a lot of, like, going up and down the stairs. Like, I think there was that one scene... What was it? It was adult Kaylee, I believe, going up the stairs while young Tim was going down the stairs to indicate the flashback that was happening. Yeah, that's a cool transition. Right? Like, I thought that was interesting. And, and same goes for, like, entering a room. Like, when, um, say, if young Kaylee was about to walk into, an off into the office, but then as she walks through, 
seeing changes from inside the office, and older Kaylee is already walking inside. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And then uh, head turns, even, like with the characters, I think that was with Tim particularly. Uh, young Tim, at one point, he was turning his head to see something, and at the same time, in the, like, halfway through turning his head, older Tim had already turned his head. Mm-hmm. So I was like, holy shit, they, they really thought a lot about these transitions, like, between the flashback and the present, and it was very carefully done, I think. Yeah, I think another one to add was, um, when adult Tim and Kaylee? Yeah. Adult Tim and Kaylee were, um, hiding in the bathroom, and it was that weird transition between flashback and flash forward, whatever. Oh my god. Flashback and present, and he, like, opens the door, and then it transitions to them being kids again. Oh, that was that like, was a with lot. a jump scare. It was a transition with a jump scare. Woo. It was honestly this movie is insane. Seriously, and you have to like, you can't miss any of it. You can't look down for like two seconds. You can't blink. Like <laughs> I blinked real. and I missed something. Because <laughs> you gotta keep up. But yeah, that is a very good transition, and honestly, one of my most favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and another visual aspect. Uh, well, there were obviously so many different types of illusions throughout this movie, of course, because of the mirror, basically. Um, first one, the one of the worst ones, I think, was when the dad, in the flashback, was using a, a staple remover to removing what he thought was his band-aid. <laughs> that was the one. But <laughs> he, he didn't realize he already took off the band-aid. I think you know where I'm going with this, people. <laughs> Gross. Blood. He hey. removed his fingernail. <laughs> his whole oh ass gosh. fingernail with the stapler remover. Oh, no, thank you. <sighs> Why does my teeth hurt thinking about that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, no. Um, and then there was the moment where, uh, well, Tim was shown walking outside trying to call the cops or something. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, he's shown sitting uh, by the front door that he never walked outside to begin with. Yeah, so it was in his head. <laughs> it was in his head, exactly. <laughs> and then, of course, the apple versus the light bulb, in case we haven't mentioned that already yeah, in the past it, 20 minutes. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. That one was great. As, she was, as Kaylee was taking a second bite of her apple, you hear glass crunching and all that, and you just see for a good five minutes her freaked out, mouth agape, blood possibly dripping out and then Tim is just looking at her like are you okay and she's just like with mashed apple in her mouth like oh (laughs) silly me like it's oh god I wrote that one down I wrote that one down in my notes as final destination very final destination of them to give you the obvious foreshadowing by putting the apple right next to the light bulb but also a great plot twist because you think it's the light bulb but it ends up being the apple anyway Right, like that's that's just the mirror laughing in your face, man. Yeah, it was just tea, like it was just a little gotcha, bitch. You're right. <laughs> um, of course, the illusion of uh, Kaylee accidentally killing her fiance, obviously. Uh, oh. That's because she thought she saw what looked to be, I guess, the the chained up mom. You know, after she like lost oh, yeah. her teeth and all that. That and- one was that scare <sighs> that illusion scare thing. I guess was a long time coming because mm. she breaks the pot like literally ten minutes beforehand, 
goes upstairs, sees plates, says this plate isn't real, goes back downstairs, picks up the plate, which ends up being the pot, which ends up being real. It was like, it was a good 15 minute build up to the fact that she killed her husband, her fiance. Oh yeah, that was so messed up. <laughs> to the point where I almost forgot that it was a pot that she had broken instead of a plate. Right? A flower pot. Oh, my god. And then of course, the illusion of all illusions, the kill switch, when Tim pulled the, the anchor on Kaylee and of course, it was on video, too. The cops, they finally showed up, and they saw video footage of Tim just... What looked to be, like, Tim just staring at Kaylee facing the mirror and just killing the, uh, killing the switch while staring at her. Yeah, but... But he didn't know. I mean, even the cops wouldn't... Wouldn't they, like, look at that and be like, why the fuck is she standing facing the mirror anyway? I, you would think, right? <laughs> like, I... I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's really hard to prove because like, like we saw in the beginning of the movie, like when, while Timbo's being a doubter, like he, they watch the footage and they're there moving the, the cameras. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's So right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, lots of visuals in this one that, oh my God, were just incredible in this movie. On to scares. Oh, so I forgot to mention that for the music, I'm pretty sure that there was a good use of silence in the mm -hmm. movie, too. Uh, such as, for example, in the fake scare that occurred um, with Kaylee's first encounter of the mirror, and she was about to take the drape off that quote-unquote third statue, mm -hmm. and it was silent. And then Warren comes walking in speaking, okay, your mirror's ready to go. And, like, you didn't, you didn't see that coming still. Like, just Do you think speaking. that was foreshadowing? Because it was the same way where she was entranced by something that she thought she saw and then turns around and sees Warren. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Warren. Um, so, yeah, that was a pretty good fake scare. I can't recall if there were any other ones. Unless you want to count the mirrors, like, haha, gotcha, bitch moment with the apple and the light bulb. Yeah, I think all the illusions could probably go into fake, well, most of the illusions. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. Um, so, yeah, uh, then on to the jump scares, of course. Um, like, older Kaylee, where she was having this dream, or night terror, where she turns around and suddenly the dad has a sudden appearance out of nowhere and loud music with it. Mm-hmm. And what puts Kaylee in a chokehold or something, and that's the jump scare. So, of course, that got me, but whatever. Um, and then, of course, there was the mother's spirit or whatever behind Kaylee, because that, that was what caused Kaylee to accidentally kill her fiancé. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, no. <laughs> at the same time, though, good reflexes. Oh, but, right. Like... <laughs> but, yeah. And then also with the mom uh, running towards young Kaylee after she was, like, freed from her chains and whatnot. So mm -hmm. she's... Because... Oh, God. Because you kind of saw it coming a little bit in the background. But it's like... She was... She was just coming in quick. Like, before you even could yeah. say, behind you. <laughs> yeah. So I that, that was a pretty good jump scare, too. The mom and Kaylee, I have another jump scare, is when young Kaylee is going to... She, like, walks into the room for the first time where her mom is. Uh -huh. chained up and sees oh. a plate on the floor and the yeah. bed is obscuring the view of the other side of the room and she goes to pick up the plate and the mom just kind of like <laughs> like <laughs> sorry <laughs> this is why we need visual to go along with her podcast 
I put, I put good as jump scare. Mom in room. <laughs> that was my nice. note. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. That's a very good jump scare because that, one, that was like, ugh. Normally I just drop whatever I'm holding for jump scares, but that one I'm pretty sure that I made a little scream. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so then for suspense scare, I, I only had one on, on here, and that was um, with Kaylee's pep talk to Tim. Uh, the young virgins, mm -hmm. uh, before running out of the bathroom and just, like, she just tells him, like, you have to do this, you have to be brave, and, and all this, and I'll do that, and and then as she's counting down, like, to open the door, she says, I love you, Tim, and, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I can't with this, and it's scary. Yeah, I mean, I Ooh. feel like the, the draped statues could also be a suspense Oh, thing. that's right. Yeah, that's absolutely right, true. Yeah, those those were probably the best suspense scares. Yeah, and then the whole like end climax of the movie was just one big suspense. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. I got tropes on it, so got a lot of the alive tropes here. Um, so there's that whole you made a promise mission, which like, ended up killing her. I, I, yeah, right, and she, she didn't even want to. She was the one who was all like, come on, you promised, and look He's what like, I was 11. Whew, that can become a trope thing now. Like, your obsession is what kills you. Hmm. Um, it kind of is, though. Right? People who are, like, so determined to do something, even if it kills them, ends up dying, like... Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, another alive trope is a dog sensing a presence. Oops, Sadie. Rest in peace, Sadie. From Rest in peace, one. Mason. Sorry. I put that down, but I was yeah. going to wait till you got the dog. Oh, no. Um, yeah, uh, so there was the childhood dog, the golden retriever named Mason, who okay, sends right. the presents. Uh, of, cor of course, unfortunately, Mason was taken away by the mirror after being locked in the dad's office. And caps lock, rip Sadie, rip Mason. Oh, Sad face. That was oh, my note. Oh, no. <laughs> um... And also, I didn't know if you caught this, but when... The air conditioner turned on, I'm sorry. <laughs> when Kaylee and Tim were arguing, uh, we didn't mention this, Kaylee brought uh, a Boston Terrier into the house as part of her test because of what happened to Mason when they were kids. Yeah. But she didn't name it. Mm -mm. She just They just called it Dog. Mm -hmm. But then as they were arguing, Tim and Kaylee, the dog was kind of whining in, in his cage in, in the background. And then eventually, Kaylee just goes, Mason, you stop your whining. I didn't notice that. Didn't oh, notice. my God. Yeah, I was she like. She called it Mason. I was like, hold up. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's probably what the mom said, too, when she stuck Mason in there. Oh, you're probably right. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> we'll have to rewatch for that. Yeah. So, yeah, dog sensing a presence. Uh, Mason was definitely trying to get someone's attention. Like, hey, something's up with that mirror. You gotta get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. But then died. Rest in peace, Mason. Yeah, today, earlier today, I was alone. Um, and Michael was upstairs and Paco was down with me. And all of a sudden, he gets real scared. And he, like, ran towards where I was sitting by my <gasps> desk. And he's staring at the corner over by the washing machines, which is where Micah has not stopped looking at. Oh, my God. And he, and he like, did a growl, like a little grumble. And he was, like, nervous, like, shaking nervous. And I was like, what the heck? So I turned to the washing machine, and I was like, yo, get the fuck out. You're scaring my dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> so whatever it is ended up, I guess, leaving because Paco was fine after that. 
Don't tell me that. I'm the one that does laundry. That's true, but also, <laughs> it's always there. Micah just does not like that corner. Oh, man. I, you know, my, Micah senses some things. I think like, she does. For real. Um, She's real smart. She just plays stupid. No. <laughs> we love you, Micah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then there's the other uh, typical trope of the woman losing her mind. How dare she lose her mind. To the point of being locked up. <laughs> A.K.A. the mom. Because, like, you know, you, you gotta have a woman losing her mind and then being chained up. Whatever. I have her... I have it written from the beginning. Okay, mom is already anal as fuck. <laughs> she really was. She was pretty, like, on everything. On everyone all the time. She Especially really her was. husband. <sighs> yeah, that's right. Who was that other woman? Yeah. Like, ooh, damn. That's not, that's not really what I meant by it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. That too. <laughs> I meant just, like, I don't even know if she said any of this, but, like, like pick up your jacket kind of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. She... Keep the store closed. Yeah. <laughs> um... See another alive trope was oh stay away from the room that the sick person is in. This person is really really ill, so you mm -hmm. have to stay away mm -hmm. from them. But even though they don't show a sign of an actual disease, um, so yeah, the poor mom. The they kept the kids from seeing her and all that as she was deteriorating upstairs. Do you know where else you have seen that? Um, like, how is that a trope? Like, where else have we seen it? Oh, God, I did see it somewhere else, and I can't remember it now. I mean, I assumed you did, because you put it under a live trope, so... <sighs> yeah. But, like, hmm. Oh, um, Annabelle Creation. <gasps> You're right. Oh, my God, the door stayed closed. Yeah. Don't go in there. She wears a mask. ding ling ling ling, -ling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Got it. Yeah. Um, another live trope. Don't investigate on your own. Come on, people. Tim and people. Kaylee, yeah, people. <laughs> you know, Tim, Tim and Kaylee uh, in investigating around the mirror and and going outside and oh my god, forget it. You talking about young Tim and Kaylee or old Tim and Kaylee both. or both Tim and Kaylee? <laughs> both, Tim, both, both of Tim and Kaylee. Um, and then of course the trope of love conquers evil. Um, okay, J.K. Rowling. I get it. <laughs> love conquers all. Um, an example of that was... Marianne Williamson. Oh my god, We must yeah. defeat him with love. I cannot with that. I'm surprised she was even in the running. Honestly, I love following her on social media. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's great. Don't get me wrong. Just but to be not for politics. <laughs> no, that, she's very different from politics. Um, so an example of love conquers evil was when the mother, when she seemed possessed and like crawling around and shit... Um, she started choking Kaylee, young Kaylee, when she got a hold of her. Then all of a sudden, like, she was just loosening her grip around her neck. And she has this, like, sad look on her face and mm -hmm. says, Kaylee? And just, like, says her name, like... She, like snaps out of it. She snaps out of Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, exactly. too late. <sighs> Much too late. Um, so, basically, it was the mother's love that fought the evil that possessed her. If, which, if you can call it possession. Right, yeah. And it kind of reminded me of The Conjuring mm, with mm -hmm. Carolyn Perrin. I remember that day at the beach and the demon got out of her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. 
I couldn't remember, but I just remember her looking up and like crying, and that was literally it. That was such a perfect recreation of it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so, love conquers evil. And those are all of the alive tropes that I got. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> I don't have any. Continue. Okay. Oh, wait. I guess I kind of do. Oh, yeah? The, um, not, maybe a trope. The dynamic between a believer and a doubter. Uh, like, one, like, one of the characters really knows that this is happening. Like, they're 100% certain in their soul. And then the other person's just like, fuck that. I know science. Right. That's, that was um, a pretty good one, I think. And that reminds me of the first Annabelle movie. Um, where weird things were happening around the house and the doctor was, like, or the, the husband was like, you know, since he's a doctor, are you sure this isn't because of your pregnancy and things like that? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I'm yeah. just thinking, hmm. <laughs> Too much to be a coincidence. Just saying. Um, so, got some dead tropes here. There's usually the trope where a dog that sends us a present has died, and that may have been the truth for Mason in this case, but... Rest in peace, Sadie. <laughs> but dog it. has been saved. Yes, Boston Terrier, dog has been saved. Live your life, dog. I wrote that. Yay, dog is saved. Dog is saved. Capital D for dog, because that's his name. <laughs> if I get another dog, I'm going to name it dog. Dog. I love it. <laughs> um, so... There's usually the trope where when you're investigating, you're outdoors, you're outside somewhere by yourself, but instead there was just only investigating indoors and yet they were still in danger, even though they were just in a house. Um, Although, we bring it to us up to malignant. Oh, If wait. you had investigated, because isn't she like trying to investigate? Or am I thinking of a different movie? No, you're right. Um, the That abusive husband who was investigating around the house. Mm-hmm. And he, he got killed mm-hmm. in the house. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I thought that was interesting. You know what? That could go under a life tropes with investigating noises at night. Because the mom got up to hear You're right. something. <laughs> Man, everyone does that. If I hear a sound in the nighttime... I ignore it. <laughs> I, I would like to, but we always get up anyway. Oh, oh God. I'm not going to lie. That's what I always did in the house that I grew up in. And, Jassy, if you're listening, you probably know. Um, Because I would (laughs) stay up late at night sometimes, and I would hear certain noises, but I would ignore it, I wouldn't investigate, and I would just tell myself it's the pipes. And then go under the blankets. (laughs) They can't see you, obviously. If you're under the blanket, they can't see you. Shut the door. (laughs) Go under the blankets. (laughs) Nighty-night. Um... And then another dead trope that I got is running downstairs for survival instead of running upstairs. Because, hmm. you know, people talk about, oh, people usually run up the stairs instead of out the front door. But... Okay, Sid. Right. <laughs> but uh, young Tim and Kaylee, after their pep talk in the bathroom, the bathroom that was upstairs, they had to run downstairs to get away from the parents. Or, mm-hmm. well, at least for Tim. But... Kaylee had to fly out the fucking window. Um, so, so, I mean, hey, that's another interesting exit strategy. So those are all the dead tropes I got. I don't got a solid theory for this movie, but, like, so the whole time this mirror has been um, 
like pretty much assumed to be its own entity because both Kaylee and Tim were like, it's the mirror that did this. It's the mirror that did that, yeah. you know? But I thought about like the dad when he said that he saw the devil, the devil and things like that. And you know, in, in movies where they say like, oh, I saw the devil, I saw the demon. They don't literally mean that they actually saw mm -hmm. the devil. They just see the most horrific image or whatever and they that's what they assume it to be and i thought what if this mirror was just a conduit for a demon or what if it inhabited a demon um instead of the mirror being its own entity yeah we never really get its full origin story right they, they just believe it's supernatural that that's all it is a portal to hell <laughs> okay zach bagans <laughs> um, so, I mean, the mirror itself, it, it wanted to possess the mother's body, so I'm thinking, what if it was a demon that wanted to possess a human form to be free to roam around and cause chaos, because the mirror itself was already causing chaos, you know, turning the families against each other, things like that, and being responsible for killing as well, mm -hmm. uh, killing the dad and the mom. Um, and, of course, there's so much history for decades yeah. of this mirror. This mirror is old as hell. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be honest, demons know no age. Let's, let's <laughs> be honest. I, <laughs> they're, they're still causing chaos for all these years. Um, and then the mirror used the illusion of the mother to win young Kaylee's trust, mm -hmm. like a demon would for any young soul. And I think in that case, the mirror took Kaylee's soul. Like, the, the child, the young version of Kaylee represented Kaylee's soul to me. Um, sorry. <laughs> this is why I can't put you in swivel chairs. All she's doing is swiveling, guys. I'm swiveling a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> you keep swiveling. I just won't look at you. <laughs> so, I think, yeah. I, like, I like your theory, because we don't know the origin of the mirror. Like, mm. like, when Kaylee's going through the history, she just said it first appeared. Like, she never mm. said, like, what created it, how did it happen. But it just seems that this mirror just likes fucking shit up. Right? It just likes the chaos, and it likes collecting souls. Oof. I feel yeah. like they're, like, the creepiest part about the mirror is it doesn't care who it targets. It just wants to create chaos. Yes, 100%. I'm still on the fence on whether or not it possessed the mom, or mm. if that was just the dad making her feel like she was crazy by chaining her up like a dog, feeding her on the floor. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Like, because things like that can mentally break a person, and we see, like, all the experiments, unfortunately, that have been done in the past to show the extent of the human mind. Because mm -hmm. you can be led to believe... That's what gaslighting is, you know? You can be led to believe that you are crazy, that you are the crazy one. So I don't know if it was possession right. in my mind completely. Yeah. But I like where you're going with that. <laughs> no, for sure. Now, did you have any notes about comparisons between the mom and the mirror? Any comparisons at all? The mom in the mirror? Like the mom's reflection as opposed to the mom? More like physical appearance. Um, I have a note. Tell me. Why? Tell me. I want to know. <laughs> I would have been wrong. <laughs> no, because remember when periodically we would see in the flashbacks the mom looking at her scar of her c-section yeah well when the dad got shot and he had bounced back against the mirror it created a crack in the <gasps> corner of the mirror oh 
So, and, and because the mirror would show the mom and, like, the crack and, like, it being worse than yeah, it actually yeah. was. Uh-huh. Like, I thought, like, after the mom had died, like, what if the mirror was somehow being, like, what if the mom somehow took form in that mirror? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. That's not the same note that I had. No. What was it? <laughs> this was, this is my thought process while watching the movie. And this is the part where the mom shows up in the reflection and Kaylee goes to hug her. Oh. Honestly, nice to see mom with a small tattoo. Not many actors in movies have them. Wait, did she have one when she hugged Kaylee? Must rewatch to confirm. <sighs> she had a tattoo on her inner arm, but it, it was like on and off. And I don't know if that was on purpose. Like, is mm. mirror mom not accurate to real mom who has a tattoo on her arm? Oh my god, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and that's why I want to watch again. Like, I don't know if it was just, haha, mirror imaged, and it was, like, the wrong arm I was looking at. <gasps> but, but she, like, when she's looking in the mirror, she has this tattoo here, and I think it says, it says a name or something. I remember that. And then when she goes to hug Kaylee, or when she sees, when Kaylee sees her in the mirror, it's there. And I'll, that's when I wrote the note. I was like, oh, cool, because, like, actors don't really have tattoos in movies like this. Mm. Like, you rarely see any tattooed actors. Oh, Unless real. they're playing, like, a bad dude or a motorcycle biker dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that's why I wrote the note. But then when Kaylee got closer to hug her mom, the tattoo was gone. Son of a bitch. And I was like, inconsistency in movie or inconsistency on purpose? <gasps> so I want, I want to rewatch for a lot of different reasons. But just that small detail kind of, you know, I got strung up on it. <sighs> now that is interesting. Yeah, right? And I don't know if it's just me pulling at straws like I normally do. And mm. I don't actually know the fucking phrase. Yanking, no. <laughs> <laughs> pulling straws, reaching well, for grabbing. Pulling, pull, pulling straws. Is that okay. it? I think that's it. I don't know. <laughs> I have something else with the mom in the mirror. Can I mention it? Yes. Um. So, <laughs> when the mom first encounters the whispers, it's her walking away being angry at the dad. And she thinks that the dad said, grotesque cow. Yes. And she turns around and she's like, what, excuse me? And she was already self-conscious about gaining weight, seeing her scar. She was already self-conscious about her image in general. Yeah. Right? Then, when Kaylee's mentioning the history to the cameras and she's holding up the papers and talking about diet of starvation, diet of starvation, I was wondering, does this mirror also, like, I mean, I know it makes you see things, but I wonder if it made them see themselves as, like, fatter and played into body dysmorphia in that way. Do you oh know what I mean? God. Like, it probably made them, like, think, oh, look, you're too full. You need to stop eating. Oh. You might be right. Grotesque cow, some diet of starvation, body dysmorphia, hmm. <laughs> That's ah. my note. <laughs> I like rereading my notes, because some of them are just, like, this one literally just says night terrors, but I don't remember why I wrote that, so. Oh. But yeah, yeah, the body dysmorphia thing, like, because mirrors can be cruel, like, to our human mind. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's it's a real thing to feel like you're not yourself in a mirror kind of thing. For sure. So yeah. to have that, like, added on evil Oof. to this evil, is this connection? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I didn't... Shoo. Nice. What else? <laughs> yeah, we can move on to the next thing. I can bring back the rest of my notes in a minute. <laughs> okay. No problem. I thought Kaylee would be good to mention in terms of, like, the final girl rules that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Although she was killed in the end, but she still had some potential. Um, 
unfortunately, there was a flaw in each rule hmm. uh, for her. Um, she had no sexual drama, although she was deluded into accidentally killing her fiancé, so that was just kind of like, oh, damn. Maybe they had <laughs> sex before marriage. Huh! Maybe they did. <laughs> Maybe they did. Um... Use of the environment. Um, like you said earlier, she did a lot of planning ahead. You oh, know, yeah. like, with all the different alarms, like for snack time and for, uh, uh, what was it? For changing light bulbs and, and other things like that, waking up. Damn, she thought this through. Damn, she thought this through. <laughs> That's my note. Um, but the only flaw was that, like, despite her trying to, like, be way on top of this, ahead of the mirror. Mm -hmm. The mirror just had stronger defense strategies and more control, and we saw that growing throughout the movie as Kaylee herself was losing control. She was getting angry about things not working right and Mm -hmm. destroying the plants, and it was was just becoming a mess. Um, And, of course, she was thinking about survival for her and her brother, young version and older. Um... Except, as they were older, the illusions of her past survival had distracted her. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's what took her away from the present mission. And, like, that that was just, like, throwing me off so much. I was like, oh my god, it's like, I want to know about the past, but, like, we're just forgetting about, like, what we came here to do. Yeah, and it doesn't, it probably didn't help that, you know, while Timbo was you know, in juvie, getting all the help and the psychology, she had to fend for herself, like they mentioned in the beginning. Like, she had all these thoughts constantly going. Like, she probably couldn't turn it off. It was probably just always in her head. Find this mirror, research this mirror, kill this mirror. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Oh my god. Um, And then there was, of course, finding the defense weapon, and hers was the biggest one, the kill switch, that whole anchor dropping and whatnot. Except the flaw was the weapon was used against her Rip. by the person that she was supposed to be Rip. working with. <laughs> so it's like, oh, God. Oh, although sucks. she did use weapons from her environment as a child. Ah. Like, there's like two, two, two occasions or something where she like grabs something that's just there. Oh, a yeah. What was club. it? Like the golf And there was something else. There was something else. I just can't remember what. But yeah, that, that's a good point. Um, and then, of course, the other rule being aware of your surroundings. And as much as Kaylee was trying to make herself aware with all the alarms and stuff and, mm-hmm. and the use of her phone, the most of the surroundings weren't real anyways. Yeah. Because, uh, again, because of the mirror. Mm-hmm. So the mirror really fucked things up for her to become a final girl, really. Yeah. It was, it was just impossible. It, it knew that she was after it. <sighs> God. It knew, and it totally played played her. What a bitch. I know, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, if we go back to the thinking about survival and how we mentioned how she only had the mirrors to think about, so it kind of clouded her vision, uh. that kind of is exemplified, that's a big word, <laughs> in the night terrors that she was constantly having because, like, even when she has one in the movie, Warren turns around and says, it's just another one. Like, this is constantly happening in her head. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's scary. Ugh. What else? I put... I, okay, and we talked about how she had hella planning ahead. That's your note. <laughs> My note says, clever way to give history. I really liked the way that they did that. Because I love podcasts of haunted places and <laughs> haunted... Haunted? 
Haunted. <laughs> Midwest. <laughs> Haunted. Haunted places. <laughs> you know, I love watching watching podcasts, yes. Mm-hmm. Of haunted places and haunted items. And it's kind of cool how they always go through, like, this is what happened when it was in this person's hands. This is what happened to that person. Oof. And, like, they, they sped through it. In, like, three minutes, she was done telling, like, six stories. Was interrupted and then just kept right on going. Oh, yeah. And I wonder how many takes that took for the actress to, to get all of that down. Because, like, it flowed like water. Yeah, but also kind of, I mean, if you think about it, we've been doing that since high school. When you give a presentation, you got to remember your notes. That's true. <laughs> But yeah, I, I liked uh, that elaborate history. Like yeah. it kind of, it kind of made me more interested in this mirror. Like made me want to see like what and what am I gonna find that this mirror is gonna do? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it kind of it. <laughs> sorry, getting my thoughts together. <laughs> the history that she told told us about is the reason that she was so prepared. Like they died of starvation, so she brought apples and snacks. They mm. died of dehydration, so she brought water and set alarms. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. like everything that she took from the history of the mirror, she prepared for. Unfortunately, mm. it wasn't enough. Yeah, and it was a lot too. Oh yeah. <sighs> My God. So of course I would watch this movie again. It is it is seriously one of my favorites. Oh, what happened? I have more notes. Oh, yeah, what you got? I just don't know where to stick them in your notes. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to read through them, and then if I have something to say, I guess. Okay, why did it start that scary? That <laughs> <laughs> was my first note. It? <laughs> okay, why did it have to start off like, ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was really cool that, like, the movie is called Oculus. Oculus is Latin root is I, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it started with literally just Kaylee's eye in the, in the doorway. Oh, yeah. Which we end up seeing later on again. Oh, When it comes full circle. Yes. Full circle with beginning to what I assume will be the climax of the movie. It was so nicely tied together. A little fucking bow at the top where we get like what was happening then and what was happening now and how it all connected and the parallels and also what they learned from it. And then the same exact <laughs> damn outcome. Yeah. Right? Oh. God, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. Uh. Okay, here's another <laughs> note. Yes, we love darkness when it's blacker than black. Thanks. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> why I wrote this or when I wrote this, but... It is blacker than black. There you go. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, like there's, there's such thing as, like, a... You know, the lights are all off in this room. But mm. then there's, like, such thing as the lights are all off in this room, and then there's an even darker shadow in the corner. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Spooky. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> the way that the apparitions came out, usually in horror movies, when there's something that's haunted or a spirit or a demon, we usually, correct me if I'm wrong, hear it first. Mm-hmm. Like, we hear footsteps, we hear noises, we hear creaks, mm. we yeah. hear things rattling, we hear voices and whispers. Yeah. And then things start to move, things get dropped off the counter, things get misplaced into where they shouldn't be, and mm. then the apparition. Yeah, the actual, yeah, right? It's usually what happens. And this one, mm. the first thing we see of the mirror um, is the whispers, correct? Uh, or is it the woman? Shoot. I know. Because I wrote, first lady, then whispers, then the lady can touch. 
Uh, yes. Y are you talking about the, um, that other woman that... Marisol? The... Oh my god, why can't I remember? The one that was feeling up on the dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's the one. Oh my god. Yeah, because we see, we see the lady first, and then, and then as they move in and stuff, then we hear the whispers. And then the lady starts to touch the dude. Yes. Okay, yeah, that I remember. Yeah. So, what this tells me about the mirror is that I know that it takes a lot for, like, spirits and things that are on the opposite side of our veil to, to appear to us. It takes a lot of energy, which is why sometimes batteries are drained or the lights flicker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it yeah. takes a lot of energy for them to do that. The fact that this apparition could show up as soon as it moved in... Hmm. That's how you know it's already strong. Damn. Right? No, thank you. Pack and my then, bags. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> the last note that I have says, cool that their eyes are mirrors at the end. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was neat. That was a good touch. That, like, everyone that the mirror had claimed, their eyes were all just mirrors. Oh, yeah. And, like, all of those people that you saw, like, near the end, mm -hmm. that... That was scary. Mm -hmm. Especially when, like, they all open their mouths and you hear the alarms going off. Oh, yeah. Like, that was, like, holy wake-up call. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then when they were, like, waving at the window. <laughs> waving through the window. No, they were. What was it? <laughs> when he was getting arrested and they were just watching him through the window. His family. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Wow, that really sucks. I hope that they're okay. <laughs> I hope they're that all they're dead. Okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I hope that their souls are okay. Right. But it doesn't seem like it. It seems like the mayor is having them do the dirty work. It's it's really too. It's sad. It's yeah. really sad. They're never gonna rest. <laughs> In conclusion, for Jenny, that's me. Mm -hmm. I really like this movie. I would watch again. I rated a nine point, a nine out of ten. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> and it helps that Nebula's cute. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the characters I, I really like too. They the actors did a really good job representing them. Mm -hmm. uh, especially Kaylee and Tim. Like the even though they argued most of the time, like their their interactions were great. Yeah, they felt like brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And I hope you enjoyed and it made sense. And I hope you I guys know, right? watched this movie. <laughs> we were so scatterbrained. <laughs> And it's because this movie is so scattered. Go watch it. Yes, please. Like, I know we, I, I say it all the time, like, for every movie we talk about to watch this movie, but I seriously mean it when I say, watch this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. while it is still streaming on Hulu? Was it on Hulu? Hulu or Prime Video? Yeah, we're not watch. sponsored. <laughs> we are not sponsored. But yes, watch. And then while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Convo's Room. And go ahead and follow us on our Facebook and our Instagram pages. <clears throat> and we will see you all next time. I'm Yasmin. I'm Jenny. And I'll be right back. Cutting Room Convo's was recorded at our home studio. All opinions are our own and we do not represent any companies mentioned. This episode was on Oculus, the 2013 film directed by Mike Flanagan. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Combo's Room. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs>